Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Sorry about 
being jerk last night. It was obvious day back from long weekend from Memorial Day. Country. Um, and of course, being business management, not being well, not prepared for it. Coming back, we walked into an onslaught of basically work that we had to get done in one day. And of course, but we're here now. We have a lot to talk about, and we're excited to get on. Actually, we don't have that much to talk about, huh? No, don't, don't chase him away too soon. It's been a slow week in Philly sports. Uh, other than uh, Ruben Amaro, oh my God, God, there's a reason why they call him Ruben Tomorrow Jr. He just doesn't know when to stop. He's continuing to isolate fans. Um, Ruben Amaro, in an interview, said that Philly fans don't know what they're talking about when they say they want to see the young pitchers come up early um, in F1 and Biddle, where guys who look like they're just about ready to come up are F1 and Biddle. Um, yeah, this is not a smart move by Amaro, who's already public enemy number one by the Philly uh, fan base. Um, does he have some merit in what he's saying? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the way baseball economics work, it absolutely makes sense to hold him back. And teams like uh, the Chicago Cubs are going to hold some of their top prospects back, as you saw with Chris Bryant getting pushed back like a week and a half just so that they could get an extra year from him. So, I mean, it makes sense, but you don't say that stuff publicly. Even um, Theo Epstein, you know, ducked away from the question with his tongue-in-cheek, like, oh, yeah, you know, he's getting ready. He's still being seasoned. So, I mean, I, it's just something you don't say. Yeah, what are your thoughts? No, I agree. Um, you're in the public eye. You have to be politically correct more times than that. You mean like um, – Telling thing that your boss doesn't know. <laughs> but uh, the amount of viewers, my my public eye and Ruben Amaro's public eye is it's on a little bit different scale right now. So he's reaching a lot more people than I am. Plus, I'm pretty sure my boss isn't listening. Um, Let's hope so. We get back to him. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, watch this thing goes viral, and one day he he hears it. Yeah, well, listen, we need to have a conversation. They, they let me go. They'll be doing me a favor. Oh. So. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> but anyway, back to the topic on hand, and not my pathetic life. Hey, calm down. <laughs> We're going to make this a therapy session if we have to. I mean... Yeah, people calling for sports or your personal problems. Absolutely. We don't, we don't mind. And then, you know what? Honestly, I don't know if there's enough sports here to cover the whole time. Maybe we'll get to a therapy session yeah, with Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't know. I, I don't know if I can do that alone, guys, so I need some help yeah, on the phone. Yeah, help on that. But anyway, back to Hey. The- Back to the topic. All right, let me get to the point about Ruben Amaro. Go ahead. Okay. So anyway, like I was saying, um, you absolutely shouldn't come out and say that. I mean, the fan is already unhappy with you and throwing uh, gasoline into the fire. Having said that, sometimes frustration does boil over. I know that I've personally said a lot of things that I probably shouldn't have in situations I shouldn't have. I'm sure you've said things in situations. And, you know, anybody listening, anybody else. It's, it's getting to the point now where I'm hearing a lot of people, uh, and believe it or not, I, I, for all of you who don't know, I think I've been public about this. I'm Right now I'm in dealer school uh, going to uh, Harris, Philadelphia. I'm going to be a blackjack dealer actually in a few weeks, hopefully, assuming I pass my audition. But, um, you know, on my way in, I was listening to Philly Sports Talk Radio, you know, getting looking to get ideas for 
for the podcast on what we're going to talk about. Because honestly, it's a little bleak uh, going in. And uh, fans are calling in, crying for Ed Wade. I mean, it's pretty bad when the fans go, well, look what the Astros are doing. Yeah, well, the grass is always greener. Um, Ed Wade is still, is still in the Philly organization. The old expression, the most popular player on a football team is the backup quarterback. I mean, so the most back. Most popular guy in the front office is the backup GM. It's right, basically, right now, because the guy who is the GM is Aiden. So almost anybody would be That's a better, true. A better person. The only, the only validity I heard there was that, um, that like the core of the Phillies roster: Cole Hamels, Ryan Howard, Jim Chase Utley, Jimmy Rollins, um, Gooch. even Carlos Ruiz, were all brought up by Ed Wade, and as was along with our you're gonna get to my you kill my point. And um but and also the Houston Houston's all all the trades that they got to bring in the youth movement, that was all done by uh Wade as well. I don't know who he had in Houston. I do know that Arbuckle was a huge thing and people tend to forget about him, but if you look at the at the K C Royal success, that was all Arbuckle. I mean the best he, record in baseball right now. And and they they built it from the ground up. They had really good draft picks, and that's what Orbuckle did. He was just very solid with his draft, unlike how the Phillies' uh, current system is. Uh, it's just pretty pathetic. I do like some of the recent picks. I like um, Crawford looks like a good pick, and Nola looks like the best pick they could have made at seven. But, I, again, I, I like the high. I like the low upside. Guys who are just going to make the major leagues, because what people don't realize is if you just get a minor league player to make the major league, He's a huge trading ship just because of the way the uh, baseball contracts are set up. Um, he's such a value. You can get a top-tier talent for that guy if you need to move him in the trade. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you can get a top-tier talent uh, a fringe-made player. Not a fringe, but I'm saying someone who's going to be in the lineup every day, uh, you can you can get a, an, an aging guy. Like, if you were ready to win, Championship and you were just oh you're talking the other way around okay I thought you were talking about uh, getting another flipping him for another prospect but yeah no flipping him for a player I'm just saying even even the guys who are just going to make the major leagues you look at some of the some of the horrible trades that the player that teams have done for the Phillies I mean these were French major league guys Philip Lamont et cetera et cetera you get a top tier talent for them because if they do pan out they save you so much money. It's absolutely worth it, and and that's the way teams need to be built. Is um, not the Yankees or even now the Phillies' way of just throwing money at problems. It's by developing your young guys and having cheap guys, and then filling your holes, your major holes, with those uh, big free agents. Yeah, I mean that goes for any sport. You know, go through the draft from the ad free agency to help bring it all together. Um, but it's just magnified in baseball because of those the arbitration rules. Right, and also in baseball, the contract is so much bigger than other sports. So and they're also guaranteed. Cards, they're all guaranteed. Um, back to the point about fringe players. Yeah, you can flip them for the bullpen help. I mean, I still don't know if you could. Oh, you could. Or uh, oh, you could. a power-hitting left fielder. You could. You could third in your lineup. It, it depends. I mean, it depends if the team's looking to move the guy, how bad the contract is, um, how bad the GM is. There's, there's a lot in play. I don't think it's as cut and dry. The other the other thing you have to look at is the top-tier prospects in baseball. A lot of them, if you, if you look back, and I've done this, you look back 20 years, 
And the guys don't even make it. Oh, well, of course, yeah. I mean, baseball more than anything. Absolutely. So what I'm saying is if you get someone uh, – every year there's one guy who's known as a safe pick, or a few guys who are known as safe picks. They're coming out of college. They're going to be going to the majors. Um, Michael Waka was that way. He just developed into a very good player. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper was the number one pick in talent, and he wasn't necessarily that um, – because he was a high school player. Strasburg was a big thing. Yeah, Strasburg he's, was he's a big struggling team. now. Well, you know what? Strasburg right now, um, well, not now so much because he's near the end of his arbitration run. But Strasburg, any point, could have got you any player you wanted. Oh, yeah, of course. When they draft, yeah, I mean, besides, but was, besides another really young superstar. Even a really young superstar. They probably could have gotten Mike Trout at one point for Strasburg. I don't know. Yeah, before before I'm saying before Trout actually developed into a major league talent. Yeah. Because the, the, the Angels were looking to trade Trout to the Phillies for Ryan Howard. We would have gotten Trout and uh, that other guy. Trumbo. Trumbo. Trout and Trumbo was... for Holiday at one time. Oh, no, that was for Holiday, yeah. That, that's right, it was that for was Holiday. I don't know how legit that was. I've heard, I've heard grumblings of it, but I haven't heard anything concrete. They're not going to flat out say it, but I, I do believe there was a lot of talk around that. If you could have gotten those two, but you could have absolutely gotten Trout back, I think. Um, but I understand not wanting to trade Halliday because he's coming off a of Cy Young. Yeah. Halliday was going to get hurt right away. Right. Um, I again, what you obviously I, I, now. I, I, well, yeah, now of course, but um, again, that goes into something that me and my friend Todd, you know, well, my my friend, your friend too, um, we argue about. He was pitching, I was hitting. I think because Strasburg was the higher rated player, the deal would have got done. But if you would have put two equally rated prospects there, I think you would I'd always keep the hitter. In I don't see, and I think that it all depends. Dominating pitching always wins, but it's hard to get find a dominating pitcher. I do think you need a lineup. Um, you can't throw together what the Phillies are throwing together and call it a lineup. So. I, I definitely think that um, that you do need a legit major league lineup that they're going to walk out there every day. Um, Drew Bill Herrera and Ben Revere, you can't. And this this is why Revere is being talked about in trade discussions because they're the same player. I mean, you can't have too many guys and no, too many outfielders I mean, with no that's power. The Phillies have one of the worst records in baseball. I, I mean, that's that's clear. The talent on the team is it's horrible. The power you have Ollie batting third. The guys hit. Barely 200, right? He's not. No, he's not hitting 200 yet. He's not 176. Okay, so even worse. Um, I want to touch on a few things that we're talking about before we kind of kept moving on uh, about Arbuckle and that whole situation, how it went down, I believe, in 2008. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you. I'm going to break it down. So the Phillies, um, Pat Gillick retired, and um, they had two assistant general managers, Ruben Amaro Jr. and Mike Arbuckle Jr., Ruben Amaro was promoted. Mike Arbuckle was offered his position back, and and he said and he left to go to the Royals for the same exact position because he was so hurt that he did not get that well, promotion. Yeah, that, that, that's a pride thing. I agree with him there. I I wouldn't. I couldn't work for the same. No, I couldn't work for that same organization, uh, especially if I was working neck and neck with a guy like him and, and Amaro was doing. And and then I felt I was the better choice, and he gave Amaro the promotion. Um, it is a little. Uh, I'm not gonna say suspicious. Uh, not suspicious. That's not the right word here. There has, I don't know. Maybe Arbuckle isn't great with contracts. I know you always bring in guys with contracts to help. Even track record of being such a 
talent evaluator. I don't understand how he never got a, a GM's job. Right, and that's the thing. He deserves a shot at this. Yeah, I mean, I, I, maybe Amara is better on the business end of it. I, I, I doubt it. He's pretty horrible. But I, I feel... Well, you're talking about players. Player. No, and every... The, Amaro is horrible. He doesn't... He's made some of the most asinine comments that show that he doesn't even know the game. He doesn't believe in analytics. He, he just, right, well, I'm not talking about the baseball end of it. I'm talking about the business end of it. He might be better with the business end. end of it. I don't you know, know. There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes in the business end that you don't know about. That sure, I but, Garrett, I can, I can sell tickets if you throw the five bases out there. I mean, at one point we were at Oswald, Holiday, Lee, and uh, who else? Who am I missing here? Um, Oswald, Holiday, Lee, and, and Hamels. Yeah, the one guy who's left. And, and I think we, at one point we had five of them. Like, there was another guy who was here. I mean, anyone can sell that. Plus, you still had the core that was still hitting with yeah, still Rollins and yeah, the team was still, still in pretty good shape when he first took over. I mean, obviously, they went to the World Series his first year. Right, that's Yankees. what I'm saying. Like, anyone could have done well in the business end at that point. And, I mean, they do get favorable deals from Comcast, but Comcast right now is um, worried about Verizon stealing their uh, exclusivity. So they're going to pay an excessive amount. I think it takes a genius to, to control to continue making money in the system that the Phillies have set up. As a matter of fact, I would argue that not getting their own network is actually hindering them from making more money like the uh, Yankees and the Mets are doing. Yeah, but even as big as the Phillies are, the Yankees are worldwide. I mean, the Yankees are... Right, but they're not the only team. Even um, the Mets with their own network, and they they, they brought... How does uh, that work? Do you have to pay a monthly subscription? Yeah, absolutely. So you can't watch the ball games unless you pay the monthly subscription. Absolutely. I think you lose a lot of viewership that way. Well, guess what? You do it in Philadelphia, too. If you don't Comcast, you don't get to watch the Philadelphia. Really? Oh, yeah. No, Tom has Verizon. You watch a game. That means he's paying a monthly subscription. I'll pay. I don't know. He absolutely is. Because it's a separate package. Comcast won't allow that to be included. Even the games are broadcast on W. They're not always on teams sometimes. And Channel 10, actually. Yeah. And whatever. So, maybe those, maybe the national. Right. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, other than those. But I was like when I used to be prison when I was younger. Right. You had, had to pay. An I never had it. So, I didn't get to watch on the games when I was younger. Me too. That's what I'm saying. But the thing is, you're willing to pay that 5 to $10 a month. And usually, you're going to bring a basketball team. It would be real easy for the, for the Phillies. Yeah. Because, um, what's his name? Uh, that owner, Josh Smith. Josh Howard. Josh Howers. Yeah, he, he's got enough teams. Like, if you can bring the Flyers in, if, if, if you can bring the Flyers and Sixers in. And together, as a collaborative effort. Right. And then. Yeah, I agree there. If you, if you can get all four Philadelphia teams, you can Philly, Flyers, Sixers. $15 a month. Every, to work together, I think that would be. $15 a month. Every sports, every sports channel would pay it. They make them one of the richest teams in the league. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, at this point, though, with the contracts that are in place, I mean, buyouts are huge. It'd probably be Buyouts would be huge, because, especially for the NBA contract. What I'm saying, it's been done. Like, the Yankees did it with the Nets. Uh, the Mets is doing, are doing it with another team. Um, I can't remember which one, but they, they, I think it's the Devils. But I, that's what I'm saying. Like, you get a conglomerate. But you work on that, you make more money. Yeah. I, I already, I look. 
I've been in Ruben Amaro's position for five seconds, and I've already done his business end better than him. Right, but I mean, again, it, it's it's easy to say. I mean, without knowing are the contracts that are in place. How many people do you think he has under him? No, but you don't know how many. I only need to bring up that idea, and I can get twenty guys to. You don't know how many hoops have to be jumped through to get that idea to go to go work to get working. I mean. You might have to get out of this contract. You might have to deal with this, that. that. I mean, it's easy to come up with an idea, but you don't know what's going to be. You have to get out of a Comcast contract, which you wouldn't even have had to go into. He wanted to go that way because he made over a million dollars. I understand that. It's a safe way to go. I'm not saying. I, I just think you no, go I, to high-risk, high-reward. I think you take a chance, too. And, and, and I like the idea of four teams coming together with their own network. And you rebuild because you give them something to believe in. Not only that, if you start your rebuild two years earlier, guess what? You're synced up with the Sixers, and if you get them on your network, well, your guys but, are doing it. But now you're talking separate issues. You're talking the business end of it, now you're talking baseball end of it. I think it's all connected. Play, and then there's the behind-the-business aspect of sports. Well, you brought up the business aspect. I'm just telling you that I don't think Amar is good at anything. No, he might not be. Listen, I don't know. I mean, I I think I've never good. met the guy. I mean, I don't think he's dumb. I think he's probably a smart guy. He might not be the best person for this position. He's friends with my aunt. Uh, okay. I don't know your aunt. My, my dad doesn't like my aunt. Oh, okay. Well, they're brother and sister. But then, I mean, but you could also look into the fact that, uh, you know, it's also politics in, in, in any job. It doesn't matter what job it is. It's politics. And, and maybe Mara was more like the system, you know, might have been more of a kiss up than Oh, he absolutely is. Because he's, he's a homegrown guy. He played here. He do not touch my mic. You gotta hold the Do not touch my mic. All right. Well, you gotta hold the Do not touch my mic. Like I was saying, um, he came up through the system, all throughout the system, and he came up to be a major league player. Yeah. Um, he's from the area, and he stayed with the organization all throughout. His loyalty is being paid off, and I think that it's just been overpaid. I think it's time for him. To right. The debt's been paid, and now it's time. Oh, you, you've done right by him. I mean, you you didn't you know you didn't shortchange him. He's definitely done right by him. I think I think right now he's in the ideal situation because Gillick is essentially doing his job. And I think after this year, Gillick's done. Yeah, I think Sandberg should go with him too. I I agree, but he hasn't really had a great chance. But you know what? He's got to move along. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you got to bring, bring in a new guy and so on and so forth. And you start to rebuild. I mean, maybe. But then again, that goes back to the. I thought Madden should have came here because he's a native guy, a local guy. The Cubs offered him a better package, I guess. He didn't offer him anything. He was Saber. Yeah, and the Cubs had all those prospects that were coming up at this time too. Absolutely, so, but I, I still don't know if he would have came home. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's hard to tell where somebody wants to go. <laughs> I was gonna bring up something. Um, now I lost my train of thought. Sorry about. Talking about Nurmi tomorrow. Oh, he's horrible. Well, he is. Um, oh, okay. So, well, anyway, so anyway, the, the original topic of conversation. There's something else I wanted to say. I can't think of it now. So let me just move on. Um, the original topic of conversation was his remarks about the Philadelphia fans. And to a point, I I agree. Um, not just specifically Philadelphia fans, but fans in general. Everybody wants, you know, right now big prospect. I do too, don't get me wrong. You know, there's a big prospect I want to see him play. Um, sometimes you do have to range back a little bit. I, Jesse Bell has been in the minors. Well, he's he, been drafted a few years ago already. Yeah, but he came in as an 18-year-old. 
and he got fast tracked. Plus, he had a year of Tommy John surgery. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, he's 21 years old, and he had one of his years taken away. Yeah, or he's 22, I think. I mean, I, I agree that. So although he seems like he's been with us forever, he'd be one of the youngest pitchers in baseball. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not mad at that. I, I mean, I don't mind the guy coming up, even if he gets hit around a little bit, getting the experience. But again, I do see their point that they want to season players more. They want to, they again, and the contracts. Everybody gets mad with the contracts, but that is a big deal, just for the reason, like you said about Chris Bryant, the reason that he came up late. Obviously, he was a big league talent at a training camp. He led, he led baseball in home runs. Um, but that again, that does go in into a team stuff. The fans don't worry about the contract. They're not worried about five years from now we're going to have to pay out extra $80 million or so, but the teams are. So oh, I absolutely agree. I do understand somewhat to their... I agree, and I think he's going to be a September call-up, and I don't think he should be. Plus, he's got another step. Like, you move from ready up to triple Yeah, see how he does there. Might as well. Um, I understand the fans' frustration. Uh, watching the Phillies at times can be painful. Um, they just... They're not good. They beat all kinds of bad teams, and that's about it. And uh, that, when you're watching such a dreadful product, you want to see something. You want to see hope. And uh, you don't, yeah, you not, don't have much. much right you got Michael, Michael Franco. Mikel Franco, are you hoping he could be a player? There's a small chance that uh, Ashley comes back into something. Okay. Oh, by the way. You waiting for Nola to come up. The other thing I want to talk about. something big for Hamels. Howard, Ryan Howard, all of a sudden looks like a number a cleanup hitter again. Yeah, he's crushing the ball. Crushing the ball, hitting two seventy. He's on pace for I think thirty thirty five home. Right, he's playing out of his mind. You gotta, I would say out of his mind. He's playing how he played a couple years ago. Right, but that's out of his mind for today. Anyway, you gotta think that uh, someone's offering something for this guy. Why is he not moving along? Yeah, I mean. It could be the contract. It could be the contract. It could be the Phillies hassling over money. Right. I'm saying pay $50 million, get this guy out of here before. He's such a streaky player. You need to get rid of him before he gets on his post trade. He might not offer anything because they, they scout that. They know that. And they might say we're still a couple months away from I don't believe that deadline. because guys are still moving. Kiasco just moved uh, for Uribe and some prospects. That's, that's, that's a small trade. I mean, Howard. Uh, Kiasco, a lot bigger name. Than no, he's not. Kiasco is probably going to get you about the same amount as, as Howard, and he's probably making similar money after what the Phillies are willing to eat. So that's what I'm saying. Get rid of you don't know exactly what the Phillies are willing to eat. I know. It's been reported at $50 million, and they haven't denied it. They've essentially I said, think if there was a good trade on the table, the team was willing to offer a pretty decent prospect. And they were happy. They're not going to get a decent prospect. If, if a team was offer, willing to offer a, pro, a prospect, they're not going to get a decent prospect. You got to, you got to be willing to move along. But maybe they don't want to do it. Maybe they don't want to. You need that. to. This is see. This is why I cannot stand this movement. You have to decide whether you're rebuilding or not. If you're rebuilding, you need to let someone play first base. We need to see Darren Ruff. Darren Ruff. Darren Ruff's 29 years old. 28 years old. We've seen Darren Ruff. 28 years old is not that old in baseball, and he's still controllable for four years. He needs a shot. He's never been given every day at bats on the major league level, and he's never been given his position that he plays regularly. I know he might not be an option. Most likely he's not an option. You need to give him half a year to try out. 
And then if he doesn't work, then you move him along, and next year you bring up someone else. You're you're going to have to do it anyway, Garrett. No, I understand, and I'm you're, and you're I'm fine getting rid of Howard. If they want to trade Howard, I'm okay with it. I'm not arguing at that point. But you're making it like they had ten trades on the table and they declined them all. I mean, they might not have had any offers. I, I guarantee you, they had one because Tampa Bay was definitely looking at him, and I think Baltimore is as well. Yeah, teams look at guys a lot, and it doesn't mean that they necessarily offer up anything for it. You're going to find out, I think, in, in the uh, coming years that they were all for something. Well, I, I, just, I just think that the Phillies are holding on to this guy, and I, I think they're dreaming, thinking they're going to get a prospect that's going to one day play in Philadelphia. I just don't think it's going to happen. No, I don't think they're going to get a, a, a big-time prospect. I mean, if they get somebody and he ends up being a surprise of working out, that's great, but I don't think they're going to get anybody who's highly talented. Right. I think, I think it's time to cut ties. Yeah, I agree, and I'm going to cut ties with Howard Utley. I mean, the whole crew—they got rid of my boy. You Jimmy. can't, you can't, you can't cut ties with uh, Utley because no one. No, but what I'm saying is, I'm willing. I'm just using him as as, a, as an example of that error. Like it's ready. It's it's time to move on. Jump ahead of ourselves because we're saying, oh, they're 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 not quite ready to rebuild. They're not this and that. But again, I mean, until we absolutely know, you know, you, you're thinking that there was an, an offer on the table, but I mean, again, it's not, it's not, hasn't been reported. Nobody knows if there was actually an offer. So it might not be necessarily the Philly reluctant to trade Howard. It might just be teams reluctant to trade for Howard right now. I think that if the Phillies were willing to trade, they're willing to give him up for very little. They could have gotten him moved along. And that's just common sense. Anyway, we're going to finish with that because. You're gonna go. We're gonna continue. It's gonna go. We're not. We, we're not we're insiders. We're on the same page, kind of, where we both are ready to get right, rid of him and trade him. But I'm just saying that I don't know if a team offered. I, I guarantee you, something was offered by this point. And um, guys on the radio have said that there have been scouts who have said that he's he's actually worth a lot more than the five million. If that legitimately, if the Phillies were legitimately willing to pay fifty million, they'd be able to get at least a mid. And that might be scout. a problem too. They might legitimately not. Right, and that's a problem because now he's hot. So now they, they might this think is they my problem with Lamaro is he's going to wait until he gets cold again, and, and then we're going to – Right, while he's hot, he could be thinking, well, maybe I have $35 exactly. million. Dollars. Exactly, which is dumb. All right, um, Sixers – But that's, right. that's all I was saying. There's, there's complications other than they just don't want to trade him for a second. All right, but all right, let's move on. Yeah, in the dead horse for a half hour here. Um. Sixers draft uh, lottery was last time we went on the air. Um, actually, I was on my way to the draft party. We didn't quite get there because the uh, podcast ran a little late because we got a, a call from my best friend, Eric, and uh, we kind of ran a little long with our show, so I didn't quite get to the draft party. I heard it was a huge, huge success for the Liberty Baller. Shout out to that podcast. Um, don't listen to them and you're a basketball fan, especially Sixers fan. should definitely listen to it. But um, we got the number three pick, which is most likely where we're going to get. Yeah. Um, right there, they had the third versus record, and they, is that they, would you? I know you've been on the record saying you want uh, Russell, Russell Russell. Is the third pick what you wanted? Because it's most likely lands you with Russell. Yeah. Well, here's here's what I was saying before. Um, obviously you want the first pick. It leaves you the most options, trade options, player options. I we're talking about the value of the first pick this year and what we thought we could get in exchange. And I was saying if you can get a, a decent package to move down, there was say a three spot. 
then obviously you want the first pick. I don't down. think anyone's going to. No, exactly. That's what you're saying. You're saying that you didn't think that the value would be there. Oh, the only reason why is because everyone in the league knows that you want the number three pick. So there's only one team that has that number three pick. Yeah. So they're not going to give you anything more unless they really but value it. But with the number three pick, say they got the heart set on town, and a team with the four pick might move up to two. If open four goes there's down. no one. They don't move. The top four picks do I'm not move. There's always the no, no. It doesn't happen, Garrett. If it hasn't happened in the past 15 years. We're not going to talk about it as a possibility. Well, so you're saying if they would have got the number one pick, they would have been picking number one overall. That was it. Pretty much, unless unless the number three pick really wanted Okafor or Towns and wanted to jump. Well, what if you team? got the number one pick and, and say you didn't get the three this year? But and let's just say, let's just say. Okay, you, the number three pick offers you the number three pick in a second rounder next year. How much more? No, it's not that much value. It's just the extra pick. Right? You, well, you probably would have at least got a first rounder and a number three. I don't, I don't know about that because everyone knows that you want Russell. And by the way, what happens if the number three team moves up to number one and, hey, they evaluate the yeah, Russell as Russell, the number yeah, one pick? You lose, your, you lose them. So, so that, uh, what so that I'm saying, now? I mean, the I'm Lakers saying, or, or the Timberwolves. I don't think Minnesota would have got Rubio. And, and I don't Clarkson, think the Lakers will. Clarkson. But you never know. I mean, I'm just, pretty sure the Lakers they, won't because the, the word is that the Lakers are going to bring in Rondo. Okay, so uh, well, Jordan Clarkson is pretty good right now. Yes, as I'm waiting, but I'm in the same room. Let me... No. I can't hear you. I'm a little bit of a question. No. Hit it, hit answer, Susan. I did. No, I can't. Hello? Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.